Oh, hell yeah. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm just uh, heading to the airport in L.A. to go back to Vegas. So. Oh, that's where uh, you've been residing for a while? Yeah, I live in Las Vegas now for the last five years and L.A. prior to that. Says that you were born in Canada, is that right? Well, yeah, I was born in Montreal uh, a long time ago, and uh, my parents are American. My grandparents are American. I'm from California, but my parents were traveling, and so I was when I was born. So I was born in Montreal. They were living there briefly, and then they moved back to Northern California when I was nine months old. So I don't have any memories of Canada, but I do have like a dual citizenship. I have a, I can have two passports. And how has that been helpful to you in traveling? Well, it's uh, if you've if you've been in a band on tour and you know like going in a tour bus across from America into the across the Canadian border, it's one of the it's not the easiest border to go across. Like, in fact, it's it can be quite difficult, believe it or not. So, but for me, my passport I have a U.S. passport, but it says Canada on my birthplace. So when they see me there, they're like, "Oh, hey, welcome home, mate." And I walk right through while the rest of my band is sitting on the bus getting, like, strip searched and, uh, like, the whole thing, getting their bags torn apart and interrogated and maybe one of them getting sent back because he had a DUI in America, like, seven years ago. And they're like, that doesn't fly here in Canada, eh? Like, it's, it's a really difficult border to go through. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but uh, but uh, that's one of the benefits. Other than that, I like Canada. We've I've been back many times, like, to where I was born in Montreal, and, and we played like Toronto and BC, um, Vancouver, and then I've been a couple times in like Manitoba and uh, yeah, that's it. It's always been a, a good a good place to visit for tour and great crowds and cool vibes. And uh, because you were born there, uh, I imagine that people from there uh, attach you to that country. Well, people that know that, you know. They're like, oh, that's cool. I don't know. It's not not a lot of people know it because I'm I'm American as well, and I've spent my whole life here, except for the first nine months. But um, yeah, it's like there's a thing, I guess, connection. How soon can we expect some uh, once human uh, branded hot sauce, beer, or whiskey? <laughs> uh, don't hold your breath for that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I haven't been thinking about th those types of products. I do work in the cannabis industry, and I, uh, I work for uh, with Shabo from System of a Down on his new. Well, it's not that new. It's been around for three years, but he's got a cannabis brand called Twenty Two Red. And I started working for him recently, which is pretty awesome. I love the brand. I love Shabo, and uh, the whole cannabis space is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I work for a band. Uh, I work with a band um, in the Bay Area called Blind Illusion, and uh, they have a, a strain of weed coming out with their new album. Uh, it only makes sense that at some point there'll be more uh, a weed marijuana um, tie-ins with music, right? Well, there's yeah, the overlap between music industry and cannabis industry is really apparent, and it's it's almost. Uh, yeah, like all my cannabis relationships come, which are pretty extensive. They come from music industry beginnings, and 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 you know, kind of vice versa. It's a creative space, you know. It's like it's not that different. It's just 
Yeah, it's a pretty cool industry with a lot of growth potential, and it's so new. It's like it's really exciting to be a part of it. But Blind Illusion, that's amazing. I remember seeing that band at the Omni in 1986, I want to say. I was 16, 1986, and they were opening up for, uh, I think it was Death Angel. And, and Les Claypool was the bass player for Blind Illusion. Les Claypool, who went on to be the founder of Primus, was the bass player. Did you know he was in that band? I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Larry Lalonde, that, that is in Primus, used to be in uh, Possessed. Yeah, correct. Yep. Bay Area Thrashers. I think there's a lot of people that have been in that band over the time. In Blind Illusion? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've been still, around long... What's that? They're still going? They're still going? They are. Actually, it's yeah. funny. They're... Uh, their 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 new drummer uh, used to be um, in Death Angel. He was the original drummer for Death Angel, and uh, wow. they also and Andy. Uh, Andy Gallion, yeah, yeah, cool. He's a monster. Yeah, he's amazing. And uh, their guitar one of the their guitar player uh, used to be in Heathen. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's cool to see the old guys getting it together and uh, jamming out some progressive metal. Hell yeah! What can you say about uh, Scar Scar Weaver as your latest full length? Yeah, Scar Weaver just came out. We're on our seventh day, so the first week is coming to an end, and it's been uh, a great first week. It's been a long time to get to this point. We've uh, been dropping singles since July last year. We put five videos out in support of this album. Um, and so it feels good that it's finally out now, and we've had a good first week. Um, yeah, the latest video for the title track, Scar Weaver, just dropped. And a month ago, we put out the one, Erasure, which is done really well. Yeah, we worked on this record for a while, and it feels good to finally bring it out because it's been a while since our since our last record. At this point, what continues to drive forward as a guitarist in a band and keep going? Well, I'm a guitar player. I'm the, I'm the producer and the mixer, and the tour manager, and the, I wear a lot of hats in one human. <laughs> um, yeah, I do it because I love it, and you know. I don't know. I just I got I have a lot of jobs. I have a lot of kids and a lot of jobs and music. Most of it is music and some of it is cannabis. I, mean, I love it all. I just I never stop. Constantly on on the on the go. And I'm lucky to be so busy and I just you know, I got to a point where I just uh, focus on the process. Not so much on the the top of the mountain because you know, just just what am I doing right now? What can I do today? And just enjoy it and be in the moment. That's how I roll. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a theme to the new album, or is it more of a collection of songs? Yeah, it's a collection of songs. Um, you know, musically, par for the course. It's very sounds very once human, but at the same time, there's moments where some riffs just get super ugly, disgusting, almost like wrong, but they're so heavy and brutal. We push it in that direction for the moments that call for it. And then on the other end of the spectrum, which has been expanded as well, is uh, the melodic, dynamic, epic vibes. 
go there. And then, honestly, like, Lauren's vocals really improved a lot between this album and the last one. She's had a lot of experience in uh, clean singing and then has developed a new voices like her half-dirty, half-clean, melodic, powerful voice that we have never heard from her before. And uh, her growls are just as brutal as ever. So, I, uh, yeah, it's really nice to see her shine in, in so many ways on this album. How do you uh, decide when a song is finished and how difficult is tracking? Um, uh, I'll sign up on a song easier than anyone else at this point. Lauren, she writes all her own top lines and she's, you know, writing her, her all her lyrics and her, her melodies. And, um, it's a process, you know, some, so there was a lot of like attempts and then rewriting and rewriting and several different times rewriting to just get it right because she's a perfectionist and then we had this pandemic so there was extra time for us but the the goalposts kept moving and our deadline was pushed so we had more time than we normally would to finish this album and so we used it and I'm glad we did at the end it was more time consuming it was more exhausting and sometimes frustrating but end result as good as it could possibly be because we didn't just settle ever you were you were in Machine Head for almost a decade and played with about five different drummers in that time. Is that right? Uh, well, that was Chris Contos, Dave McLean, and then a brief period that was when I was in Machine Head. That would be ah four. There was another tour with Will Ferrell, who's in is uh, in Death Angel now. He he did right. a tour with us. So there was four different drummers while I was in Machine Head. But yeah, did you play with Tony Costanza? Oh shit! Sorry, five. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know your machine head better than I do. Yeah, Tony Cabana <laughs> was the original uh, drummer of a machine head. Yeah, I passed away not too long ago. That's, yeah, that's correct. And he's uh, also a Vegas native. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep, oh. a great, and, uh, great guy. And did you play with Rob Rampy as well? Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's so many, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So for the. Yeah, that must have been a trip. It must have been a trip to be called by Rob for uh, uh, the anniversary tour. Is that something that you sort of expected? Um, I willed it to be. No, <laughs> I actually was. I hit him up in 2018. I was like, "Hey," I texted him, and I was like, "You know, burn my eyes. It's going to turn 25 the next year. What do you think about doing a listen?" He was quite hesitant to it. He didn't think it would be realistic because he was in the middle of catharsis tour with Machine Head. And then when that was winding down, but abruptly and unexpectedly, Phil and Dave left Machine Head in November 2018 for whatever reasons. And then, you know, so uh, then when that happened, I, I brought him back. I wrote him like basically the same day. <laughs> I read it on Blabbermouth and I was like, whoa, that's interesting timing and unfortunate, but hey, look on the bright side. Now you can do this uh, burn my eyes thing. I think, it, you know, it was, uh, it worked out like that and I'm really glad that it did because that was an amazing experience to get to go and relive the whole machine head thing for those tours, with, you know, doing burn my eyes and the fact that it's still relevant and Machine Head is even bigger now than they were back when I was in the band. It was just an amazing experience. And I think on the other bright side, it was 
timed well and you know just it was random but it was timed well that it helped rob transition away from just losing half of his band and to show the world it doesn't really matter it's going to go on in another version of it or whatever it's like it's all it's all really it's about rob carrying that from the beginning through the end there's been so many other moving parts in and out of the band over the years all of them were good and but ultimately you know he can carry on you know regardless of these changes that happen throughout the way so doing the Burmese thing was like a nice take a for him to take a step away from the regular grind of machine head and just go have fun doing Burmese eyes as a celebration of this 25 year thing and then regroup and now he's back back at it with a whole new lineup yeah and rob uh rob plays on on the new record right and rob did a guest feature on the one new once human album yes that was that is correct the song deadlock i i hit him up when we were doing that production and thought it was a bit of a long shot if he wanted to do a feature on there because he doesn't normally do that but he said yeah let me hear the song and he liked the song and he was like yeah let's do it so it turned out great he uh collaborated and he was even helping like he did a bunch of rearrangements with the song he really got his hands on it and uh it turned out great in the end i really love the way it ended up uh, was Machine Head always pretty much Rob's band, or, or was there a shared vision? Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, well, when it first started, I was, you know, I was the, you know, a founding member, and I was writing a lot of riffs on Burn My Eyes, but ultimately he was, you know, the main creative force from the beginning, and I think I'll, I think that I don't know too much about like other guitar players after me, what their creative input was. Um, I know Adam Deuce wrote some stuff along the way, but I don't know too much. I just know that he, he's managed to to carry on, and he is the majority songwriter throughout the whole thing. So, you know, one thing I learned being a producer is uh, it kind of not to discredit anyone or anything it's just but like when it comes to successful uh, the success of a band whether it's metal band or rock band or pop band any kind of genre it has most everything to do with good singers and good songs and all the other parts are interchangeable for the most part you know and that's not to take away from people like me guitar players or drummers or bass players it's just like that's you know, the face of the band, the voice of the band is normally the core of the band. And so naturally a singer can usually uh, survive and, and thrive in a, in a changing environments from album to album, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do you belong to a group of shirtless guitar players? Uh, there's you. <laughs> I'm there's the leader of the shirtless guitar players. <laughs> <laughs> there's you and Doyle that come to mind. Oh uh, yeah. Doyle. He's, I love Doyle. He's amazing. <laughs> uh, tell me something you've never told an interviewer before. Nope. <laughs> um, nah, uh, I like cats. That's nice. That's, uh, you have cats. You have cats. Yeah, I got then. cats. 
I do. Nice. Three. Have you always had cats? <laughs> yes, I've always had cats my whole life since I was a kid. Cats rule. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like dogs too. But, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, what's a, Oh, yeah, we had a dog and a cat. They both passed away. Um, it, you know, it's pretty uh, traumatic. You know, they're members of the family. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember I've been through that with my dogs. It's really rough. But. Well, uh, what's next on the horizon for you? And uh, once human, it looks like you still you have a Mishiak as well. Is that right? Oh, Mishiak. That's... Um, I think there was some misleading posts about that that said I joined the band. I didn't exactly join the band, but I am. I'm going to produce their new album and mix it, and I'm going to play guitar on it, and I'm going to co-write on it. But that's it's, my my involvement has everything to do with the album. And then beyond that, nothing is decided. I mean, I, I who knows? Anything is possible. I'm like, you know, I'll do. I'll do whatever I can, you know. But uh yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that record with those guys. John Deddy is playing drums on it and he's awesome. And uh the singer is someone that I just met recently through John. He's from Australia and he's moving over here, so we're gonna be working on that album in June. June and July. Awesome. Well, uh, Logan, thank you so much for your time. And uh, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? Any uh, words of wisdom for any aspiring guitar players, musicians, or bodybuilders? <laughs> um, words of wisdom. Uh, don't ever try anything. Just do everything. And uh, like I just said, and I've been practicing this, is just uh, focus on the process. Do everything you can in the moment. Don't worry too much about uh, the top of the mountain because you will get there. And uh, I would like to say thank you to all the Once Human fans for all the support. We really appreciate you. And uh, if you want to continue to support us, you can go to OnceHumanOfficial.com. Check out our merch. And we've got some bundles there, some vinyls left over, some limited stuff. And, uh, yeah, check out our videos on YouTube and look for us on tour. We look forward to getting back on the road. And thank you so much. Metal, 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 metal,